Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. We are making history, and we are making history with an all-star collection of pundits and celebrities, including Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, Dan Power, the voice of CBS's Game of the Week, Stephen Lewis, the general manager of Rugby United New York, two-time USA Rugby Coach of the Year, and the Jamaica Sevens men's and women's guy, and Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend. He is enriching lives financially and spiritually. Spiritually, just a quick smile of his face, but he's also on the board of Memphis Inner City Rugby. Tell us about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to be down there, part associated with Shane Young and the entire Memphis Inner City Rugby group. Uh, they had a, a documentary that came out that won some awards. ESPN produced the uh, Rugby Boys of Memphis came out. You can get it on Amazon Prime. Kind of explains the entire uh, program. Calvin Gentry, they follow around, who may be playing professionally, I guess, for the Dallas team once they start playing. Uh, but they've done incredible work down there in one of the worst child poverties in the USA. Not only are 100% of kids graduating school, but 100% of kids are going somewhere after high school, either college, military, or trade school. It's really an amazing record that Shane Young and his group has uh, produced down there. I'm just I'm proud to be associated as a board member. Well, I know that you've been doing this for a while. And you, you started a similar kind of thing, working with kids in Bermuda through rugby. And you weren't actually a rugby player. You were a football player and a, and a, and a wrestler, obviously. Yeah, rugby is one of the greatest sports to work with, uh, especially with at-risk kids. Uh, you, you like a team sport, you're a great ethos of rugby, but also a little bit of contact. You know, you can't have – can't play American football uh, in the inner cities for the most part because you need 22 players, you need a lot of equipment. Rugby is like the beautiful game. You just need a ball and a patch of green grass and you can play – and it's very effective in dealing with uh, at-risk, low-income kids. Started up a program in Bermuda that dealt with it. I worked with Bubasi Pride down in Malawi and uh, Tanzania that do the same thing down there. Wow. Please continue to do that good work. Another thing that you do, you're also part of the world's best betting show, right? <laughs> follow the action. Yeah, follow the action. You can find it on podcast. Uh, you can find it also on our YouTube channel, Follow the Action. It's a nationally syndicated radio on Saturday mornings. We have uh, the Philly Godfather, legendary sports better, one of the greatest sports betters uh, in the history of betting. We were breaking down uh, all kinds of things during the pandemic from Korean baseball to <laughs> to, to table tennis in Russia. So I'm glad uh, most Amer sports are back that we can actually handicap. That Some of that Korean baseball was actually very good. And, you know, when we, we were all thirsty for anything, really. But we have a void to fill right now. We have Major League Rugby signed to deal with Genius Sports Group, a betting arm. And there is no show for Major League Rugby. So we're going to do one right now. The spreads, I made them up. And there's a lot of unknowns here. So save your letters, everybody. We're winging it. Okay, so what we're going to do right now is go through these games and we're going to pick against the spread. First one up, Old Glory at NOLA. I'm saying NOLA minus three is the spread because they're playing at the gold mine on airline, their home field. Brian, America's Rugby News. This is the first ever wager for Major League Rugby on air. Don't blow it. Okay? Don't blow it. Well, my pick is right here in the background, as you can see, the beautiful uh, venue, the gold mine on airline. I'm going to have to go with Nola in this one at home. Uh, JP DePlessis in the midfield. That's a win for me. Dan, if you were able to do this, what would you say? Right. If I was able to, this obviously isn't. So my alter ego uh, would say, I think Nola covers that spread pretty easily at home down there. Stephen, I know that you can't comment on a pick here because you're the general manager of Rugby United New York and you, you'd be probably in conflict of interest. 
But any observances on this matchup? The first observance is you probably meant observation. And uh, yes, I'll probably have to respectfully decline your opportunity to um, impart some knowledge. But other than generalities about everyone just being glad to get back on the field, I'll leave it to you professionals on the gaming side. Oh, that's, that He's so snide and snotty, isn't he? So, so, John, <laughs> as you can see, none of us really know anything. So you don't, this is a win-win for you. Yeah, you know, this is like uh, very similar to handicap and say that XFL or the Alliance Football League that came up because you don't know many of the players. You know, there's some stars out there. You know, the coaches, you know, the organizations. So you're basically betting on coaches, organizations or some type of trends. I, there's no way I don't think that D.C. has had a full training camp. We had snow here last week. I'm in Bethesda, Maryland, right by D.C. Uh, it's 78 degrees right now in New Orleans. It's 46 degrees right here. The conditioning factor has got to go to New Orleans. I love Andrew Douglas. And uh, being here in uh, D.C., I do have uh, my representation. So they were 4-0 last year. I saw them beat Seattle. Uh, they've got a great organization. So does Tim Falcon down there, who is a credit to the game. Uh, he's a wonderful human being. Uh, I'm going to go with my hometown D.C. Uh, rugby group, though. I'm going to go with NOLA. They've been out there pra- training, you know, in the sunshine, like you said. Uh, and... I think the home cooking is going to get them by, but don't underestimate that that old glory team. They were four and one out of the gate last year before the season got canceled. Next one up, Rooney, Rugby United New York at San Diego in Las Vegas. It's 6 p.m. Eastern on Fox 4 San Diego. And with the big news that Rugby Passes, the Rugby Network has a streaming deal with Major League Rugby. You can watch the matches online. So that is cool. And you just might happen to see us on there as well. Dan. Not that you can talk to this one at all, uh, but if you were able to talk to this one at all, what would you say? San Diego minus four. Minus four. Oh, gee, I'll take that. Um, after, after the ambush earlier against you and Steve, the uh, 2019 semifinal ambush with JP, I'm, I'm, I think the Lizard's got some tricks up his sleeve. I think New York have quietly gone about a really good camp and uh, San Diego, a lot of change. Head coach change, player changes, City changes, no Chris Robshaw. Um, yeah, I'm going to go the visiting side. I think New York. They'll erase the memories of Vegas last year where they got caught by New England. I think they'll have a, a good team there. New Yorkers are tough. Wow. Wow. Who are you? Real New Yorkers. They're tough. I think they'll go out there. I think they're going to upset the San Diego Legion. Is it only because you're on the show with me and Steve? No, I just got a feeling. New York has an attitude, has swagger to it. The whole city has an energy, and I think... As soon as you count a New Yorker out is when they come and spank you. Speaking of swagger, let's go to Brian Ray. John, I know that you thought I was going to say you there, didn't you? <laughs> Stephen, hiring him was like losing five good men. <laughs> Brian? Most intriguing match of the weekend for me. Two homeless teams going head-to-head on the strip somewhere. Uh, wow, this is a good one. But uh, you know what? Point. I, I, I'm feeling New York right now. I'm, I'm feeling New York. I'm going to go with them. Uh, I like Dan's reasoning. He's not supposed to have an opinion, but he's swayed mine. I'm going to go with New York in this one. All right, John, you had a – if folks don't know this, you were in the Rooney uh, ownership circle possibilities early on in the franchise's history so you you know this organization pretty well yeah i know uh stephen lewis pretty well and i, I think i would bet on uh, the lizard almost uh, seven days a week so 
I'm definitely a little bit biased, but there are a couple of trends here. If they're playing in Vegas, uh, San Francisco 49ers, when they played in Arizona because of COVID, they lost four out of five games. Now, they were staying there, so it's a little bit different. But there's also a great trend here in the NBA and Major League Baseball when teams are playing Miami, betting against them the next day because these young guys with a lot of money can't stand not going to South Beach. So you got Vegas there and a Rooney team going there, a bunch of young guys traveling across the country for the first time. It's going to be a lot of temptation for those guys if they're playing uh, in Vegas. It also worries me that San Diego had one scrimmage against Seattle already, and I heard that the Rooney does not. But four points is a lot. Three points is the magic number. I will definitely go with uh, Rooney here. We're going to be unanimous on this. I'm going with Rooney because I live here, and Dylan Fawcett will kick my ass if I don't. Rooney, like Dan said, snuck under the radar with the acquisitions. I was out of training. It's pretty impressive. Not these household names that are being signed, but very solid resumes. Hey, if you don't mind me asking right quick, Stephen, uh, how, how much of a full training camp have you guys had because of the weather? Um, we probably lost a week, I think, at the beginning. You know, you were only actually technically allowed a very short one anyway, Feb 8th to, to now. So it's meant to be six weeks. We probably lost a week with the heavy snow. Obviously, we weren't able to have any warm-up games, which um, doesn't help. But So we'll be undercooked, but so will everyone else. So we're not going to use that as an excuse. Um, we're, we're actually pretty happy in the last 10 days, made a lot of strides. We got to take a quick break. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. move on to the next one free jacks at the la guiltinis guiltinis minus six at 6 30 p.m eastern on bally sports west and nesson brian why don't you start us with this one heavy spread but uh man seeing that uh, guiltinis back line of the weekend gets to aac to dth you got to go with uh, la at home in the uh, the big stadium dan up yeah, I, th I think New England's still waiting on a couple of visas. So the Stars, you know, the big firepower hasn't got to Boston just yet. But as Brian said, it's in LA and it looked uh, pretty pretty good in Austin last weekend. So I would have to say that combination of having a cool head like Matt Gitto at 10 and then those finishes on the outside with uh, Coops, I'll go LA to uh, christen the Coliseum with a win. And John, you, you, you know, you, you're a college football guy originally. They're playing at the L.A. Coliseum. Yeah, and it's been redone. It was one of the worst Coliseums in the world to play in because you had that track around it. I was with the L.A. Raiders and El Segundo when they were in the Memorial Coliseum there. And even if we hadn't had 100,000 people there, it felt like it wasn't that many because people were 40 yards off the field because of that track. They've done away with that, so it's a much better stadium now. It doesn't look like it's 
almost 100 years old, which uh, it certainly is. But uh, you got a several thousand miles, a bunch of big guys flying across country. Uh, I got to go with the home team here, if nothing else, just because of the travel. Yeah, and Steve, from a general manager standpoint, you've got two different philosophies. You've got the Free Jacks basically going the long game, or at least a little bit more, whereas the Giltinis are all in. You know, they're, they're belting them back and throwing money away like a drunken sailor. Yeah, so, I mean, you've got, I don't know, probably two of the more deep-pocketed ownerships with, with slightly different views, as you say. I mean, L.A. are a new team. They want to make a splash. They're in a city that's all about entertainment. They've thrown some cash at it, right? They've got some star players there, as been previously mentioned. New England, uh, Alex Magleby, Eric Anderson, probably a more longer-term view, yeah. Giltinis and drunken sailor, Dan, come on. Help me out here. Yeah, I, I will say for New England fans, though, keep an eye on two guys, Justin Johnson and Kruger. Word coming out of the camp from a lot of people is those two young kids. Uh, Krug's has come out of Ohio State. JJ's come out of Life University, but came into camp as their draft picks. Pretty, you know, a reasonable expectation on them, but they've exceeded that uh, exceptionally well through camp and could be a big year. Justin Johnson for me, could be a potential eagle within two years, I think. Excellent. And I'm going with the Giltinis because of what uh, JBL had touched upon, the travel and home cooking. The next one up, Chirana at Atlanta, 7 p.m. Eastern time, Brian, 11 Alive and TSN. Toronto lay in six. Yeah, you might as well just skip over, over me on, on this one. Uh, <laughs> I think you have a pretty good idea of who I'm going to pick. Atlanta Arrows for the win against their hosts. It's going to be a good one. Uh, so JBL... In case you didn't know this, Atlanta is going to be the home for Toronto once they get there. They're having some difficulty getting there, but, you know, they have been together. They have continuity. So I'm, I'm going with Brian on this one, minus the six. What do you think about this one? I think there's some precedent in this. You look at the NFL when the San Francisco 49ers had COVID issues and they moved down to Arizona to play their games. They lost four or five down there. It just did not work out for them. The guys wanted to be back where they were before near their home. Uh, these guys, to me – I think with the travel issues they're going to have, these are big guys taking a bus down. They don't know how long they're staying, so they're bringing tons of extra suitcases. I, I just – I can't bet on Toronto on this no matter what, so I'm going with Atlanta. Is it because you're an American? You're dang right I am. And the, those, those foreigners need to stay out with their moose and their curling. They can, <laughs> they can send – but leave the moose and the curling out there. Keep the curling. Keep yeah, the curling. curling. We don't need curling as a sport. It, it's curling really is a sport. Curling's our sport. It's not Canadian. It's Scottish. You guys want to fight thieves. over that? Go right ahead. They're thieves. No, I'm with Stephen Lewis here. They're thieves. Dan. I will say that Molson's is a top drop, and it is the brew to pull you on through. I, I would actually defer to JBL. I would follow the money on this one. I'd follow the action. So whatever people are trending on is what I'd do. I, I, I'll sit on the fence on this one because I'm not sure. just not sure what uh, – it's not what the way this works. It's not the no, fence sitting here. Sure, I don't have to throw, drop my hat. When, when, when do the bookie close, John? When do I've got before kickoff? This, this How much right time? now. At, at right this before kickoff, like seconds yeah. before. you got plenty of time, Dan. Do not listen to Matt. Yeah, thank you, John. Thank you for coming on the show You're and providing we'll share a little bit of class. We're sharing our Muslims together. We will toast the entire country of Canada. This is anarchy. Right. This is, We're supposed to we're, – <laughs> we're picking. This is the point of the show. Yeah, I pick Molson's. Me too. Your default pick is Toronto is is Atlanta now, Dan. Sure, That's, sounds it, good. At Seattle at Houston, the line is Seattle minus five. Eight p.m. Eastern on CBS. This is the game of the week that Dan will be calling. One of the best stadiums in the league. 
two of the founding members going at it and both coming off 2020 seasons that they probably both would like to forget. So someone's going to start the year well. I just don't know who it's going to be. You have to find out Saturday on CBS Sports. Make sure you tune in. <laughs> oh, God. So that is Seattle, ladies and gentlemen. He's picking Seattle because he told me off camera. Brian, Seattle's got some things to prove to themselves and their fans after last season because they are still the reigning champion, two-time champion, looking for that three-peat because the season got canceled last year. What's your take on this? Uh, dubious claim, but we'll go <laughs> if you want to say it. Uh, I, I'm still mad at them for letting Vili Toluta'u leave. Uh, so I think that's a negative. I'm also not convinced by their uh, preseason uh, preparation where Houston has had a couple warm-up games already. So I'm looking at Houston, who also have one of the best names in MLR, Varamu Diki Diki Lati, who's turning heads. I think he's going to uh, do something special. Varamu Diki Diki Lati. On the try in the try zone, Stephen, as a as a GM, objectively looking at this one, which of the teams did more in the off season to warrant your picking them for this one? If you were to pick them, I would actually say these are probably two of the teams that did the least um, in terms of acquisition. So, uh, what you see is what you get. They haven't really added too much. All right, let's move on to JBL, John. What do you got for us down there in uh, D.C. in this one, the, the, your view on this one? Uh, you finally got a home field advantage. Texas has opened up. They're going to allow 100% of people in the stands, so you're going to have a pretty packed arena. Those fans down there are pretty rabid with the Houston. They've done a great – the ownership group has done a great job down there. So I, I think with the home, first home game, a couple scrimmages under their belt. I know uh, Seattle has had one as well as San Diego. I'm going with Houston. You're a Texas boy, so you got to stay in state, right? I would go with Houston if they're playing with two players. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Buyer beware. I'm going to the reigning champions because Adrian Balfour will annoy the hell out of me if I don't pick them. And I'm looking for big matches from Tucker and Rika Hadding. Utah at Austin. This one is the Gilgronies minus four. And the game is at 8 p.m. Eastern time on the KSL TV app and on KXAN. John? This is a Texas game. You know I'm going with Austin, but you, you got to go. You got to go with the money here. Is, is what I'm thinking. You know, when you don't know much about the teams, go with the team with the deeper pockets when you're starting the season. That's at least pretty safe betting logic. And also in betting, there's a couple things that are very important. Numbers, three is important. Six is important. Seven is important. Uh, you got a. Th it's over a three number here. You got minus four. And usually when you have that, when you think it's kind of a toss up, go with the um, take the points and go with Austin. Steven, you've got uh, a team coming from Mormon country versus a team named after a drink. Yeah, I never thought of it that way before. On a sort of purely rugby basis, and I'll stick to that. I think Austin have made some great moves in the offseason. I'm really quite impressed by them. Uh, I think they're a sleeper, a dark horse, shall we say. Um, so I, th I think Austin are going to perform this year. Dan. I think the millions of Gilgroniacs around the world are saying their prayers, they're taking their vitamins, and this is going to be a great year for Austin. But how funny is this? Two years ago, this match puts us all to sleep. Austin, Utah, it's probably one of the most dour games if you look on the uh, schedule. Utah have done a great job. Brandon Sparks, Sean Pittman have gone out, picked up Paul Mullen from San Diego and Houston, uh, fixed up that set piece. Mike Tao is an absolute live wire, but he's also very experienced, very calm head at fullback. They've always had great finishes, those you know, those circuit breaker type players, but Mikey Tao is just a guy who can give them a little bit more control in those hectic situations. 
I don't know. This is going to be a good one. I'd have to go on the OG Gilgroniak, right? So, I mean, I got on them when they were 0-16. You know, you I did. love the underdog. And now they're actually good. I better be very careful with how much I get on them. But uh, Austin at home, Paul Oakenfold spinning the ones and twos. So how do you go against that? How good is Paul Oakenfold? Jeez. I am a Paul Oakenfold fan. I was very taken with that. Very taken Hey, Matt, one thing to remember uh, in college football and NFL, generally three points is a home field advantage for those of people that are going to bet on the season this year. So always figure in the home team is getting three points according to the betting lines. That's with guys flying private jets and being taken care of like they are in the NFL. I think it's probably going to be a little bit more here for MLR. So it's something to watch when you're betting these games. Good points, John. I'm going with Austin for reasons that both John and Steve brought up, but Utah Utah's better than, than we thought. Like last year, they surprised a bunch of us with their better play, and that was better coaching. See what Sean Pittman can do. I think that's it, guys. We just made history. Anyway, I want to thank Mr. Dan Power, Mr. Brian Ray, Mr. Stephen Lewis, and JBL John Bradshaw Layfield for helping us make history here on Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy for all these gentlemen signing off, but please check out our other segments featuring Major League Rugby stars Dylan the Butcher Fawcett, JP Duplessis, Colby Marshall in Martial Law, Zach Lanning in Zach Attack, and please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up American Red Cross Blood Donor Team. <laughs>